All right, all right, question. I'm not looking for a response, but question. What does this man, what does this man right there have anything to do with this man? What does that first guy, what does that first guy have anything to do with the second guy? Now, the second guy, I don't mean Leo. See, we're, we're on not only first name basis, but short name basis, because I was invited to his Oscar after party. But, but, but the, I don't mean Leo. I mean, I mean the Wolf of Wall Street, the, 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 the movie that came out a couple years ago that was on the 1990s uh, penny stockbroker that basically scammed people out of money to line his pockets with millions of dollars so that he could buy apartments and houses and yachts and have parties over-the-top parties, have this lavish lifestyle of women and sex and, and drugs and alcohol. What does businessman Jesus have anything to do with the wolf of Wall Street? Well, if you're used to religion, you'd say absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. But, 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 but I'm here to tell you today that businessman Jesus, that's not the real picture of Jesus. That's not the picture of Jesus that we get from the Gospels. Because the picture of Jesus we get from the gospel is completely different than the absolutely nothing. We're going to take a look at a story today in Mark, uh, out of Mark chapter 2. And you can flip there, you can go to the uh, version app and, and, and look it up there. But, but, but to, to start off a little bit even before that, Jesus was, was, uh, started off his ministry. He, he started off teaching people, and, and they were amazed at his teaching. They were amazed at his authority. They, 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 they were amazed at the miracles that he was doing. And he got a following. And one day he was in the house and, the, and the, uh, teaching, and the house was full, and all of a sudden the roof caved in because four guys dug through the roof and lowered their buddy, their paraplegic buddy, down in front of Jesus. And Jesus smiled. And instead of healing the guy, instead of healing the guy, he, he looked down at him and said, hey, 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 I forgive you. Sent shockwaves to the crowd. Because that was scandalous. That was scandalous. The religious people, they started murmuring. They started murmuring, oh, only God forgives. Unto that, Jesus responded, I know. He said two things in that short statement. I'm God, and I forgive you with no action required. See that guy laying on the mat? He didn't pray prayer. He didn't turn his life around. He didn't give his heart to Jesus. What did he do? He sat on the mat. That's it. Now, Jesus, Jesus isn't mean. He did heal the guy. Get up, take your mat, and walk. Guy walked away. Jesus finished up teaching, and, and he, he left the house. He left the house, and it said that he, he walked along uh, the, the, the road that led by the sea. See, this road, this road was a major import-export road going in and out of the area. And he was walking by the sea, and they, they saw the boats coming in. And they could hear the, the waves of the, of the sea crashing against the, 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 the shore. They could, they could smell the sea. And this was a major, this was a major route. So, so there was people everywhere. There's people everywhere, and they were all bustling around. There was marketplaces and stuff setting up. Hey, you want to buy something? Hey, you want to buy something? You want to buy something? You want to buy something? Look, 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 look. But there's one booth there. There's one booth. It's a tax collector's booth. See, the, 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 the Romans would, would set up tax collector booths along these major routes. Why? To collect taxes on import exports. If you've ever traveled outside the country, you've experienced this, right? When you came back in, what did you get asked? Do you have anything to declare? Why? So you can pay taxes on that stuff, right? And because we're in church, everybody declared everything, right? 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 Okay. But, but there's this tax collector's booth. 
And they're coming up, and they're coming up, and the crowd is following Jesus, and they're coming up on this tax collector's booth, this, this tax collector's booth, and the guy's name is Levi, and they're, they're coming up, and everybody is thinking two things. Everybody's thinking two things. One, if this guy is God, surely he's going to judge this guy. Surely he's going to judge him. Not, 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 not judge him as in like someday you're going to hell. Judge him as in fireworks show right here. <laughs> Vaporize him in the tax collector's booth. If he's God, he'll, he'll, he'll do this. But another thing is going through the mind. Hey, if Jesus forgave this guy on a mat, if Jesus forgave this guy on a mat, how much forgiveness does he really have? Will he forgive this tax collector? See, tax collectors in this day, Rome would take over an area, take over a territory, a nation, and then they would recruit out from among that nation people who would turn their back on the nation, defect from the nation, become a traitor to their own nation to then turn around and on behalf of Rome take exorbitant amount of taxes away from the people that they turned their back on. And because he was an Israelite, he not only turned his back on his people, he turned his back on his God. His soul was black, according to the religious leaders. And they would kick him out of the religious system. And when you get kicked out of the religious system, then shoot, you can do anything, right? You can do anything. And, 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 and when you can do anything, what you can do is you can add more taxes than Rome requires and you can line your pockets and have a lavish lifestyle of homes and boats and parties and women and drugs and alcohol. You can have this lavish lifestyle. When you're kicked out of the religious system, you can do whatever you want to do and you get the chance to line your pockets. When I was thinking about this sermon and thinking about, the, thinking about Levi, the tax collector, who, who would that be like? Well, the Wolf of Wall Street, right? And when we see that story in, in, in a motion picture, we see that story on Dateline or 2020 or on the news, I mean, what do we think? What did we do to Martha Stewart? Sweet little old lady. Let her burn! Right? Let her cook in jail! Right? Sweet little old lady. That's what we do to that type of people. But what would Jesus do with that type of people? See, small group, what would Jesus do? It still works, Gideon. still works. Okay. <laughs> As Jesus walked along, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple. The, the translation I use added, and be my disciple, to describe what follow me means. But really, Jesus just looked at the guy and said, follow me. So Levi got up and followed him. See, when, when Jesus came up to the tax collector booth, he said two words. And in that two words, he answered both questions, both thoughts that was going through everybody's mind. I do not judge you. I forgive you. I do not judge you. John 3.17. We love John 3.16, but no church does John 3.17. I did not come into this world to condemn the world, but I came into this world to save the world. He told, he told Levi in two, in two words, I do not judge you. I want to save you. In order to save you, I must forgive you. And catch this. He forgave Matthew while he was sitting behind the tax collector booth and behind his label. Matthew did not pray a prayer. Matthew did not give his heart to Jesus. Matthew did not turn his life around. 
the last person that he talked to before he talked to Jesus, he scammed out of money. And Jesus told him, follow me. That's what Jesus wants you to hear this morning. I do not judge you. I forgive you. Follow me. Why? Because he's telling him, you belong to me. I put my image in you. I am here to redeem that image. You belong to me. Maybe you're like, ah, I don't know about that. This is one guy. Well, see, the rest of the story is this. So Matthew comes out from behind his tax collector's booth, and he's standing next to Jesus, and now, and now he's looking out among the crowd, and he goes, hey, hey, Jesus, 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 hey, 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 that guy there, that girl there, that guy there, and, and that girl there, she, well, or, Never mind, Jesus. Uh, see, they were all at my house last Friday for a party. And, well, actually, Friday and Saturday and Sunday. But anyway, they were all at my... And now it's Wednesday. They were all at my house this last weekend. Now it's Wednesday. Now I'm on the inside, but they're on the outside. They're in the periphery looking in. What if, what if, Jesus, we did... We, I'd do a party. They'll come over to my house. They did last weekend. I'd throw a party, and, 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 and you're there. That way, that way... All of them, they're on the outside, but then they'll be on the inside. What do you think about that, Jesus? I think Jesus probably looked at him, put his arm around him and go, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. Then Matthew, uh, Levi goes, wait a minute, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. We went through everything on Friday night and Saturday night and stuff. And so we got we to... Gotta, Hey, Macadoodles is now open. We got to stop by Macadoodles and get, 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 get. You can get everything there. You can get everything there. So they walk in Macadoodles. They walk in Macadoodles. And, you know, Matthew's looking at the aisle that, you know, brings life to the party and everything. He's looking at that and looking at Jesus and looking at that and looking at Jesus and looking at that. Looking at Jesus and go, you're probably an old duels guy, right? And then Jesus leans in and goes, I guess you haven't heard the story about me at a wedding, have you? Water, wine. Just get whatever. Look, we Christianize and spiritualize this story. We really neuterize this story. Matthew wasn't transformed. His buddies certainly were not transformed. Not, had, not a lot had changed from Friday to Wednesday. But Jesus showed up and was the life of the party anyway. I imagine him there. He's laughing. He was eating. He was drinking, but not getting drunk. He's probably cutting up. He's probably telling jokes. I mean, shoot, when we go to a party and we tell jokes, I mean, what, are, what do they start with? This guy went to heaven and he met St. Peter. I don't know what Jesus would tell a joke, but know, maybe he was like, hey, 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 this guy, this guy died and he went to heaven. He met St. Peter and he looked at Peter and he goes, I can't tell that one yet, can I? Well, anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he did lip sync battles too. Who knows? But... He showed up at the party. I think he was the life of the party. Why? Those sinners and tax collectors didn't kick him out. He was telling them, you belong to me. And by the way that he was living, they told him, you belong with us. The disciples, I don't think they knew what to do with this. I don't think they knew what to exactly do with it. They were, they were inside the house. They followed Jesus inside the house, but I don't think they exactly knew what to do with this because, because they were... 
by the window. Because when the religious people came and looked in and saw what was going on, <gasps> lip sync battles, Jesus can't do that. The disciples were close enough for the religious leaders to, to, to lean in the window and go, hey, 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 hey. Why does he eat with such scum? Why does he eat with the scum of the earth? Nice, loving religious people, huh? None of us have ever experienced that, have we? See, their system says... You've got to believe a list of things. You've got to behave a list of things. Then you can belong to us. And if you belong to us, we're the gatekeepers to God. So therefore, you belong to God. What did Matthew believe about Jesus at this point in time? There is something worth getting out from behind his tax collector's booth and tax collector's label. That's it. Jesus flipped it on its head. You belong to me. You belong to me. Then we'll work out this belief and this behave thing. See, Levi, it's also Matthew. You know, the Matthew that wrote the Gospel of Matthew, the Gospel to the Jews to the Israelites, the gospel to the people that he turned his back on and they turned their back on him. It's actually the belief gospel. Interesting, huh? Interesting what happens when you step out from behind your table and follow Jesus. Interesting that behavior and belief actually follow. What was Jesus' response to these religious leaders? Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come not to call those who think they are righteous. I haven't come to call you who think you have no table. You who think you have no label. I didn't come to call you. You're perfect. I came. I came to call those who know they're sinners, who know they sit behind a table, who know they sit behind a label, and who know that their table and their label hurt their life. I came to heal that type of person. That's why I came. Here's what Jesus wants you to know. You belong to me. You belong to me. I don't judge you. I forgive you. Follow me. I heal what the table hurts. I heal what the label hurts. Step out from behind the table. Step out from behind your label. You belong to me. For those that would say, I've, I've done that. Although imperfectly, I've, I've stepped out and, and, and I follow Jesus. It's imperfect, but I follow Jesus. What, what, do you want? what do you want from me? We want more Matthews. We want more Matthews that look out into the crowd and go, him, 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 her, 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 her. 
They need to be where I am with Jesus. So let's create an environment. Let's create an environment. Let's create a party so that they can come and find out who Jesus is. We need Matthews to create an experience, a great experience of church, a great experience of, 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 of getting to know Jesus. Because you know him yourself. You say, I've stepped out from behind the table. I had my table. I have my, my label, and it hurt. But Jesus has healed both of them. For those of you that would say, I'm, I'm not a fan of Jesus. I'm not a fan of church and I'm just here. Hear this. Jesus says, you belong to him. I do not judge you. I forgive you. Follow me. Follow me. Step out from behind your table and follow me. We're going to have people in the back ready to pray with you and help you come out from behind your table, to help you come out from behind your label. They're going to say, I don't judge you. Jesus forgives you. Follow him. The question is, are you ready to step out from behind your table? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for coming and engaging with Matthew. I thank you for coming and engaging with the world. That you say, I don't judge you. You say, I forgive you. You say you belong to me. I put you, my image in you, and I've come to redeem that. Lord, I just pray that you will work in somebody's life today to say, I'm coming out from behind my table. Thank you, we love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen.